Hello and welcome to Mon Observer. Today our guest is Jane Jaffer and she is known for the campaign Let's Read and the beautiful book outlet at Amana Women's Mall and uh, today however she's with us because she's got a new book. She's an author, well established because she has many to her name, Love in the Time of uh, Zanzibar and then of course uh, Scent of a Rose and also Saria and the Turtles as well as Dan and the Dolphins. So she has been writing books for children and this latest one is called Rafi's Amazing Dinosaur Adventure. And the beautiful part of it, it's also translated in Arabic by Maitha Almandri. Jane, welcome to Oman Observer. Thank you very much, Lakshmi. It's lovely to be here. Thank you for the invitation. Now you have a very special relationship with Oman, the books that have come out of here and I think obviously it has been an inspiration for you whether it's the turtles uh, or the dolphins and now it's a dinosaur, it's a different story altogether. How did this come about? Well, um, I came here as a primary school teacher about 41 years ago. I know I came when I was six, obviously. (laughs) (laughs) And um, I started first of all with the nursery school and I've always been involved in education and I noticed really that there were not many books um, for children in Amman which were written about Amman or with Amani children and I think children relate much better to stories <clears throat> that they you know where they understand the characters and that they can relate to them so that motivates them to read it so I thought well I'll write a book um, based in Amman, and I actually got Amani children to to do the story, to, uh, to, sorry, to illustrate the story, mm-hmm. and uh, that was way back in 2006, and that was Dana and the Dolphin, mm-hmm. and since then, <clears throat> I've had, to, well, now I've got three grandchildren, in fact, mm-hmm. and uh, when Saria was born, um, we went down to Razalhad to see the turtles, and we just loved it, and it was just so magical to watch the turtles hatching, you know, the eggs hatching out of... Uh, you know, the turtles. So we thought, I thought, well, it would be really nice to write her a book. And so Sari and the Turtles really came out of that experience. Um, And uh, now I have a grandson called Rafi, Mm -hmm. and uh, he is absolutely obsessed with dinosaurs. And so I did a little bit of um, investigation to find out if dinosaur bones had been found in Oman, and they had. Yes. Yes. I did a report a long time ago. Did you? Yes, Yes, exactly. Apparently, um, 1997, That's right. That's right. And they were found in Al Khud. Al Khud, yes. Exactly. And they were from Sultan Qaboos University, the the experts. Yes, the experts who and there were some from Holland, I think, whatever. Yes, yes. So um, I went to the Natural History Museum here and I spoke to the staff there, they were very helpful, and they took me down into the basement and showed me all these dinosaur mm. bones, which was fascinating. Mm. And so the story really is, is a story for young children about dinosaurs. Um, but at the back of the book, which is something that I've always tried to do, um, is to talk about the animals themselves, to talk about the dinosaurs. And um, 
you know, then I thought, well, it would be really nice if it was in Arabic as well, because mm. then it means that more children can, can really access it and can, can read it. Mm. So that's how it started. And I ended up doing the illustrations myself because, you know, I just thought, well, it's quite a fun thing to do. Yes. And uh, so that's what I've done. Very <laughs> nice. So uh, what does it uh, convey? Can we, I, I will actually let you open the book because you're going to launch it on Friday. No, actually on Saturday. On Saturday, okay. Yeah, Saturday, 3.30 to 5.30 in the Let's Read bookshop. And that's on the third floor of Oman Avenue's mall. And at Let's Read. Yes, at Let's Read bookshop, yeah. Very exactly. good. So it's, uh, it's a great opportunity to visit the bookshop as well. It's amazing because everyone, including the parents, actually sit and read there, right? <laughs> yes, exactly. And, and most of the books, a majority of the books, are donated to mm. us. They're previously enjoyed, as I like to say. Mm. And uh, the paperbacks are one real and the hardbacks are two real. So it doesn't break the bank if you yeah. come and shop yeah. at Let's Read. Yes, right. And you can also come, you know, sometimes people come and sit there and study and just come and browse, read a book or two. And uh, yeah, it's a nice atmosphere. And usually we, you know, pre-COVID, we've had lots of activities and events for children uh, and for parents and for, you know, anyone like writers. But we've got actually um, Muscat International Book Festival coming up, mm -hmm. which is very exciting. But uh, yeah, so the book will be launched on Saturday. Mm -hmm. And uh, basically, it's the story of a young boy who goes for a walk in the mountains. Uh -huh. And he finds a cave oh, and he goes inside to explore and finds some eggs. Oh. Um, the egg, one of the eggs hatches a, a dinosaur. Oh, <laughs> a little dinosaur cute. comes out of the egg and they go on a journey together mm -hmm. and meet lots of other dinosaurs. Um, you know, some are, are four-legged and some are two-legged and some are, of course, herbivores and others are... Carnivorous. Yes, uh, and they, they get, the end up getting ones. chased. They end up getting uh, chased by a Tyrannosaurus Rex. Okay. But they're rescued. They're rescued by um, uh, a Pteranodon. Uh -huh. uh, Terry the Pteranodon uh -huh. rescues them, and they climb on his back and they fly away. Uh -huh. So it, it's so a that's a perfect solution. <laughs> <laughs> and then, of course, Bafy wakes up and realizes that it was just a dream. But uh, at the back of the book, as I said, um, I. I put that he goes and Googles dinosaurs and he finds out lots of facts mm. about dinosaurs. So then there, uh, there's two or three pages all about dinosaurs. So it actually appeals to older children yes. from that point of view as Great. well. And um, there's a picture of my grandson, picture of the, the, the dinosaur the bones from the yeah. museum. Yeah. Um, courtesy of the museum, they very kindly let me uh, have some photographs of them. And uh, yeah, so it's in Arabic. And I was very delighted that Maitha, mm -hmm. who uh, is um, an employee of Let's Read, she works mm -hmm. with us full time and she's an amazing uh, puppeteer, hakabatia, oh. uh, storyteller in okay. her own right. And she agreed to to actually translate it for me. So yeah, I'm really excited for her as well as for myself. Of course. <laughs> so she's going to be meeting young authors, yes. uh, readers, young yeah. readers on yeah. Saturday. And she will also tell the story in Arabic and I'll tell it in English. Oh, nice. Yeah, so it should be fun. Beautiful. And we've got lots of activities arranged for the children as well, you know, making dinosaur finger puppets and things ah. like that. So. It's always very exciting at a, uh, you know, Let's Read bookshop, really, Jane. I've seen it when kids making bookmarks yeah. uh, to many other things and just actually getting familiar with books, which is very, very important. Having good reading experiences, having fun reading experiences is very important, I mm. think, yeah. 
Yeah, and uh, we're very lucky. We also have Maktabati, which is the mobile library that goes around the villages. Mm-hmm. And we're hoping, uh, very excited, that there's something coming up for National Day, which, uh, uh, thanks to our lovely sponsors at Oman Avenue's Mall, we're, we're hoping to be able to go out and distribute uh, gifts to, to children. Oh, yeah, so, so that's going to be exciting. Yes, exciting. Uh, to different parts of Oman? Yeah, oh. we're hoping that's going to happen. Okay, so. as, to, as a coincidence, I mean, co- uh, correlated to the National Day celebrations. Yeah. Yes, it's kind of related to the National Day. Beautiful. I think it's unity, isn't it? That's yes. the name of the, uh, the theme of this National Day, I think. Yeah, yeah. yeah. okay. Lovely. So, um, as an author, because children's book is interesting, and because you have inspiration coming from home itself and you know watching them enjoy it what about the other books the novels that takes a lot of time and a lot of imagination um, so tell us how do you do that well um, it, it all started way back when i read uh, julia cameron's book the artist's way which um, gives ideas to how to overcome a sort of creative block, mm. you know, for musicians and artists, but also for writers. And there are several exercises that they suggest. <clears throat> and uh, one of them is, you know, you write morning pages where you write what you feel or what your dreams have been or something. You just, it's just like a flow of consciousness. Mm. You don't really think about what you're writing, you just write. And in fact, I didn't bring with me, but I had uh, a, a did a poetry book from that, uh, Women on the Edge, which was about the sort of experiences that women have from kind of birth to death, if you like. Mm-hmm. And um, so that was my first book. And then uh, I started a writer's group. Mm-hmm. And one of the first uh, exercises we were asked to, to do was to write the first paragraph of, of a story. And I ended up writing about a woman going home late at night mm-hmm. and being followed. I mean, this is something that every woman in the world knows about and fears. And we've had lots in the news about these kind of situations happening and how terrible it is that one half of the population is frightened of the other half, you know. But um, But this is a reality. It is a reality. And so my story started, uh, you know, with a stalker and ended up with... um, uh, this young girl called Rosie, scent of a rose, coming to Amman, and she goes to the desert and ends up being rescued by the, the um, Bedouin because she's uh, lost in the desert. So, mm-hmm. so that was a nice sort of romantic thriller, and I really enjoyed writing that. But the uh, the second one that I did um, followed on from a, a biography that I did of uh, Saud bin Al Busaidi because in his house um, he'd had um, a lady who knew Saida Salma. Yes, uh, of course, he was very young and she was very old at that time because Saida Salma died in 1924. Mm. But, um, you know, she had uh, grown up in 1844, she was born, and 1866, she fled uh, Zanzibar. But it's, it's a fascinating story because she wrote her biography in 1888 with lots of details about living in the palace Mm. in Zanzibar and uh, that's a a great historical document. Mm. So what I wanted to do was bring her story into the 21st century and and talk about, um, you know, what she went through, Mm. you know, the physical, the emotional impact of what Mm. she went through. And her mother's story, which Mm. I think she was a kind of a historical 
figure who's never been explored. Her name was Jill Fidden. Yeah, Jill Fidden. And she was stolen from her village in Circassia in 19, uh, sorry, 18, about 1830s sometime. Mm. And somehow managed to come to Zanzibar and she was living in the palace. And uh, she was, she was Saadi Salma's mother. Mm. So it's a, it, we don't really know many details about mm. her life, but I thought it was worth exploring that. Yes. So it was inspired by her life, by, oh. by Saida Salma's life, that's for sure. Beautiful, beautiful. And have you been to the National Museum? They have, uh, you know, some of her articles there. The clothes. Zanzibar, yes. No, here. Oh, here, yes. They brought yes, it they here. Yes, yes, they have yes, here yes. as well, that's yeah. true. Yeah, I mean, fascinating. I'm also fascinated with yeah. yeah. uh, Princess Salma. Yeah. So um, what next, Jane? <laughs> you seem to be always, uh, you know... <laughs> Inspired. Well, I love writing. It's it's just a hobby, really. You know, it's. I think if you if you are a creative person, you need a creative outlet. Yes. If you don't have it, you feel depressed. Yes. Um, you know, because I work as a counselor, so I see that sometimes, and I think it's very important to explore a creative outlet. It might be cooking, it might be painting, it might be writing, and that's definitely the one for me. Mm-hmm. My father was an artist, and I think I only uh, sort of inherited about a tiny, tiny portion of his mm-hmm. of his talent. But um, yeah, writing. Is a thing that I love to do, but it's an attitude, right? It could be yeah. outlet, could be anything. Yeah, I think it could. Yeah. I think it could. So um, I have been writing my sort of uh, memoirs, um, mm-hmm. and that's been something I've done really just for my grandchildren, to be honest. Because you know, I've always been passionate about life stories, um, and and I think that it's very sad if you those I'm mean, like my grandfather he never talked about being in the war I know he was um, at Dunkirk but he never told me about that mm. and when I saw the film I was just completely shocked mm. to think that my grandfather had been in that but you know and they were told want to know days, what not was to his experience ah. yeah they were told not to talk oh, about that it. must it be so traumatic. suffocating not to talk yeah. about it they must have been so repressed you know those emotions of all that they'd gone through terrible so um yeah so i think it's uh it's nice to be able to to share that so i'm hoping that um you know that will be published and i'll I'll share it with my grandchildren particularly and for all those yet to come (laughs) yes so yeah that's that's really main thing but of course i have another grandson called xavian okay and so i'm thinking of writing a story (laughs) about him and another animal that is prevalent in uh, omani landscape so i'm not sure whether it'd be a leopard or uh, an oryx or something, I'm not sure what, but uh, when when I go to schools um, and when I read the book uh, Dana and the Dolphin where she is, the little girl Dana is saved by a dolphin. Mm. So I say to the children, now you write a story where you are saved by an animal Mm. or the reverse, where you save, save an animal. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I think... Uh, Which is great too. Yeah. But whatever it is, it's a good relationship you're looking at that yes. we could be saving each other. Absolutely. The world yes. needs it. Now the world definitely does, yeah. doesn't it, Lashmi? Yeah. yeah. That's true. What would you like to give as your advice to other writers? Um, <clears throat> well, uh, it's not just... Uh, well, I think probably a little bit is. They're saying, what is it, that uh, 99% is... No, 1% is inspiration, 99% is perspiration. (laughs) So working hard um, at what you love um, and never giving up because uh, a series of failures has to take place as a writer before you reach any kind of success. Mm. You probably won't make much money as a writer unless you become a journalist (laughs) and then at least you get a regular income. Um, But, uh, but, yeah, I mean, it's it's important to... uh, 
Be observant, always look around, notice people, wonder about people, you know, lie there or even just sit there and just gaze into space, thinking ideas, you know. And, and reading, of course, is so important because it stimulates the imagination. Right. And then the more you read, the better your vocabulary becomes so you can express yourself more clearly and, you know, more ideas will come. So, yeah, I think it was Einstein who said, if you want intelligent children, read to them. You know, and if you want more intelligent children, yeah. read to them more often. <laughs> I think it's so and that's true. perfect. Yeah. And it goes well with the bookshop. Yeah. Let's read. So does, yeah. I want to say thank you so much for joining us. Good luck on the launch. And I'm sure children will be excited. It's happening on Saturday at 3.30 to 5.30. At Oman Avenue Small and Jane Jaffer, wish you all the best. Thank you very much, Lashmi. I thank really appreciated you. the thank time you. to do this. Thank you. And thank you for being here with us. We'll be back with more. Until then, take care.